looked at myself and I thought, I am healthy, I am wealthy, I am... Welcome to Pretty Intuitive Podcast, an inclusive podcast that embraces the human experience through a spiritual lens, while also uplifting BIPOC, LGBTQIA, plus, and neurodivergent voices. I'm Mikey Oreya, a creative, intuitive, and self-empowerment catalyst who helps connect humans to their intuitive gifts and embrace the magic of being themselves. I work with goddesses, archetypes, and ancestors to propel you to be brave in expressing and affirming your authentic self in your everyday life. Welcome to this potent space. I just recorded this episode and it completely, like the audio, something happened. I don't know if it's because of my earpods or whatever, but it, it was literally such a good episode. Oh my gosh. But we're going to really do round two. Welcome back to Pretty Intuitive Podcast. I'm your host, Nike. And today we're going to talk about spiritual burnout. Mm-hmm. But before we do that, a couple of announcements. Number one, my ancestor healing retreat is in June, and I'm so, so, so excited about it. And we only have one more spot left. Eek. So I don't know why I said eek like that. <laughs> but uh, so you, um, the lucky spot could be yours <laughs> if you want. <laughs> um, and uh, um, oh, some details if you're interested. Um, there's a link down below, but it's going to be Mimberly, Texas at the end of June. Um, if, of course, ancestral healing. I also have an option that I'm opening up today. Maybe I open it up a little, but like the official announcement is today where um, you can participate virtually in our one of our activities, our ancestral community activity. And um, there's more information in the link down below and also in on my Instagram. But um, this is so it's more accessible for those who can't travel and who can't be there in person. Um, I had a lot of people who wanted to participate, but they couldn't come in person. So I wanted to make sure there was a virtual aspect to make it accessible. And um, it's a smaller price point too since it's not in person so it makes it more accessible that way so if you're interested um check out the link down below I've actually my first retreat was an intersectionality retreat and it was virtual so very exciting um there's limited amount of spots though because it's going to be on zoom but also it's going to be recorded so yeah super excited um any other announcements no but let's get into our episode spiritual burnout and I um so I've been really really had the capacity and time since I was on medical leave to be tuning in with myself and um in stillness and just like so much time and space to reflect, to, you know, for self-actualization. And so recently I've been so, ever since my operation, I've been like really cautious of like the energy I put out and the energy I receive. And 
So it led me to this understanding, especially when I was um, meditating with my ancestors of spiritual burnout, because I definitely think I'm at spiritual burnout. And so I actually Googled it before because I hadn't heard of it before. And there's like different understanding of spiritual burnout, but I wanted to talk specifically about it being just like regular burnout, like exhaustion from feeling overwhelmed um, and also um, having being under pressure to invest energy beyond the resources that we have, especially over and over again. And I definitely think there is a such thing as spiritual burnout. And I think I'm at it. I think I am. And let me tell you why. I think just like society that we have right now, especially in the Western world or anywhere that's been touched by colonialism, colonization, capitalism, socialism, anything like that, is bound to translate in other aspects of our lives so even though like for example we could be a part of the spiritual community in a different way of thinking especially when it comes to spirituality and religion you could still have the traits of like things that stem from capitalism or etc especially because it is so integrated now and so um I think there's can be different versions of spiritual burnout. I think there is like the version of when you take too much spiritual work on and you don't allow yourself to rest and process and grow. It's just like you do the healing one after the other after the other and you don't allow yourself to bask in your healing. But it can also look like having and trying to maintain an active spiritual life and kind of like keep up the Joneses of spirituality because spirituality has been also um what's the word I'm like forgetting the word but it's consumerism right it's actually a part of capitalism in the U.S. a huge component of it and so because there's like this constant need of number one um need of new consumers but then also number two need of new um things for people to consume is this ever endless cycle of like the next new thing coming out and the next new thing you have to do that's kind of why I've taken a step back from like all the spiritual quote-unquote duties not my own self-care and spirituality like I still work with my ancestors so I do altar work I still you know do a reading for myself every now and then I still engage in stillness and journaling but like I haven't done a moon circle in so long because it's exhausting it's exhausting to always think about okay, the, the new moon in Libra is coming up and it means this and this. So you need to manifest this and you need to put your moon water out and then you need to put your crystals and then you need to write down your intention and you need to do three, six, nine. And then you need to do uh, a nice bath and you need to use rosemary and rose and lavender. And yep, you did it. <laughs> but then like a week later, there's an eclipse. <laughs> And you're like, oh, what? And then, uh, and then a week later, there's a collective energy reading that's going around. And people are like, oh my goodness, we just went through an activation. You don't remember the activation? Okay, babes, what you need to do is you need to get out your scroll and you need to write down your first manifestation. And then you know you write down what you need to release. And then you need to release it. You need to take the paper. You need to burn it. And then you need to hide it under the 
um, in the woods under a leaf. But then ew, make sure that you don't put it counterclockwise and you put it clockwise. Otherwise, there's going to be huge issues for you, my babe. Huge issues. <laughs> like there's just so much and there's so many um rules that people interplay in in implement too that's why i've taken a step back too from like astrology and human design like you're a manifestor generator and that means that the way that you manifest is like this and then if you don't manifest this way then you're gonna make your life harder and it's like okay it's making my life hard now thinking about all these things you know what i mean like it's just a little too much (laughs) i'm exhausted and burnt out from it and so um, I feel like it can be draining. And because still the parts of spirituality that a lot of main spe- mainstream spirituality participates in is still really, um, really integrated with capitalism. There's always like the next thing that people are saying you need to do. And it's also partly because, yes, I think there is an element of like collective healing and other people wanting other people to heal and us to heal together but there's just also like a scarcity mindset wanting more abundance capitalistic um, motivation as well of like we need to make people feel like they need to get this type of reading and they need to do this type of thing otherwise they're not gonna they're just not being a good spiritual person (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) And I do acknowledge that I have a spiritual business and actually kind of too, right? But I'm really trying, it's made me really conscious of like not making it seem like healing is something that people have to do because it should be very much a choice because it's hard and it's taxing and it's an investment energetic wise soul wise and um, monetary wise and should there should definitely be some choice and no pressure to heal and I think sometimes we get excited like no 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 I, I like did this one thing and it changed my whole life and I want to share with other people but then it's also like we can only handle so much we can only do so much we can only heal so much and I'm definitely looking for more of like a consistent, consistent self-growth rather than like this up and down, up and down of like this really get high. I feel like everything's working. I'm a great manifester. Oh my gosh, the abundance, it's coming. And then you're like this low of like, I don't know where I am on my path. I'm going through a death. It's my 27th year. And in astrology, it says that this is the year of the Chiron which means that everything like no I don't want that anymore I'm tired I'm burnt out (laughs) I'm 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 exhausted (laughs) and I know that it can be really beneficial to a lot of people it was really beneficial to me I loved moon circles I would go every month I loved doing like chats with um Arcturians I loved getting astro readings I loved it but it's just like I can't keep up man (laughs) I can't it's just but also like I don't 
want to keep up because I'm also in the space of like whatever happens gonna happen I know I can manifest things and I feel like I still do and you can unconsciously and consciously but I don't want to have to put so much work in it and not receive the equal amount energetically back and I feel like sometimes that's what happens and it's maybe even like an overindulgence in spiritual practices because humans in general tend to overindulge or like it's like if I don't see it I don't believe it and so I have to see it and to believe it and it also leads into neurodivergency especially my OCD baddies and even my anxiety baddies of like am I doing enough am I putting in enough am I doing it in the proper way in the right foundation in the right format which is exhausting I literally (laughs) texted a friend about this other concept that maybe we'll talk about but basically how some people believe that we enter this life and we choose all the things that happen to us but I think that's like a western I don't know where it comes from I asked so many people I'm like where does the idea come from because if you look at Hinduism Buddhism um African spirituality you can tell where the concepts come from that one I feel like a white man just made it up anyway (laughs) but if you know let me know I'm I'm kind of joking um but I was talking to a friend and I was just like sometimes this um number one sometimes it feels like healing healing or sorry trauma responses of like really like the whole idea of like you create your own reality which I believe very much we do but I also think you need to take into consideration positionality um and so also realize that some people have exploited other people to be able to create their own reality but then we create our realities, but then also we have to surrender to the universe. We set an intention, it happens, but also we can't set the intention too much or like want it to happen too much because we have to stay not attached to it and just allow things to happen. We need to engage in flow and allow things to flow to us and just match the vibration but also we have to put in inspired action and the thing is for me I've never figured out when to do one and when to do the other I've been successful in both right sometimes I'm like flow and like bloop it comes sometimes I'm like inspired action it comes but there's definitely other times where I'm just like okay I feel like I'm supposed to flow and then I hear from my guides no girl you're supposed to be in inspired action and I'm like what who why didn't I get the memo (laughs) it's been months so we were talking about like how do you know how do you know when to do each one and we're both very intuitive right or like that's my pet peeve when I go to an intuitive and I'm like I have this issue and I'm trying to figure it out and so I decide to just let it flow and they're like no you need to put in the work and I'm like are you telling me that because intuitively you feel that way or are you just saying the opposite of what I did because the first thing from your perspective didn't work you know what I mean (laughs) but um yeah I just feel like there's just so much to keep up with 
and so much new stuff coming up, which is great. But I wonder if we just don't let ourselves and the collective process through these things enough. Because I feel like also, it's just like when you start your spiritual journey, um, you want everyone around you to get on board and to get on the train. And you're like, why can't you see? Why aren't you doing it? Why? Blah, blah, blah. And I think sometimes we do that in a collective level of like, no, 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 no. Now it's the next big thing. This is the next thing. You need to hop on board. You need to be on it. You need to do it. And it's like exhausting, but also it's so alienating too. It's like why I feel like a lot of spiritual people do get into these bouts of depression. It's like this high and low again of like, yeah, this really great high. Like, I feel like I'm learning so much. I'm growing so much. I feel like I'm getting more answers to these things. And it feels like so great. And I'm like doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing. And then it's just like too much. And you get into this lull and you alienate yourself from the community and you feel depressed and you feel like reconnect to the part of yourself before that wasn't able to do this because we're not allowing ourselves to process and to really bask into our achievement of healing it's exhausted being human on its own and then we have to heal and we're not even letting ourselves and giving ourselves grace to do so I don't know about y'all but I am taking a break not from healing. I want to make that clear because I think healing can be consistent and it can be constant, but it doesn't always mean that you're putting in such work because it could be a spectrum. You could be in the bulk of your healing. For example, when I was doing somatic healing, I was doing a lot of deep and intense inner child work. And now I'm not in it because I knew I needed to heal physically and I needed to take a break, but I'm still healing my inner child. I still connect with my inner child so much. And even today, I use one of the modalities I, I learned in somatic healing to do a little bit of inner child work and processing. And that's completely fine. And so we can be constantly healing without putting in such a huge amount of energy in it. Because we can only do so much. Rest is really important. And like the school system and the work system, especially in capitalistic and socialism, it has made us, or even outside of those things, you know, but has made us addicted to burnout and addicted to the cycle. You know what I mean? We go to school for 10 months and it's like this constant learning, testing, learning, testing, learning, testing, generalized testing, report card, learning, testing, learning, testing, two, two months off for summer, rest for two months, and then you go back again. Same for work, 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 evaluation, work, 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 try to get that raise, work, work, work. You didn't even get that raise, but you can't even process that you didn't get it. Work, 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 two weeks off. You get two weeks off. Enjoy it, babes. Work, work, work. One day off, Labor Day, weekend. Enjoy it. Work, 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 work. It's constant and we're used to it and then we do it in our own and other practices. So I have declared to the universe, to my guides that I'm not doing it anymore. I mean, I haven't been doing it for um, maybe a month, maybe a couple months. You know, I've just taken a step back from like the rituals and 
you know, the moon circles and knowing what's going on astrology wise, you know, that can be comforting for people. But for me right now, it's just like too much. And I'm just really trying to focus on myself and the things that I'm really care about prioritizing right now, which is like building community and um, celebrating my achievements and my growth and also being grateful for it because I think sometimes we forget that gratitude. We forget the gratitude of the process itself. I think a lot of times we talk about having gratitude and having gratitude of the outcome and the things that we received, but we forget about the gratitude of the process and the experience itself. Because even a year ago, right now my business is making consistent um, income to the point where I was able to pay my medical bills with it. A year ago, I couldn't say that. I was still in school. I hadn't graduated yet, uh, so I wasn't getting paid for anything. My business was like, eh, 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 eh. it wasn't consistent right it was like one month was good one month was a little dry one month was good but because of like hustle culture like competition especially in the spiritual like coaching space or business space a month ago I was like oh my gosh I need to do the next thing what's the next program what's the next this what's next this we need to hit five five-figure months I keep seeing on my IG this person hit 10k a month this person just got this this person just got this and I was just like Nike you're where you didn't think you could be a year ago like think about it Is it so important to hit the milestone right now, the next milestone? Because there's always going to be a next milestone. We're never going to be satisfied. We're always going to try to hit the next thing. So I just want to appreciate the process and appreciate the journey because I, even six months ago, wouldn't think that my program would have worked out would have thought that I had nine people for the ancestral healing retreat. Like, what? I wished it. I hoped for it. But I didn't know it was going to happen. I didn't. Appreciate the process. Appreciate it. Because we just don't enough. If you've been experienced burnout or you can relate to this, let me know. I know I'm not alone, but it's always nice to hear it from others. You can send me a message on IG or on Facebook. But yeah, I just want to remind you that you're human, you're loved, but you're human. And it's okay to be human. It's okay to be human. Thank y'all so much for connecting, for listening. Until next time, stay pretty intuitive. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Pretty Intuitive. 
If you would like to support the show, amplify my voice, and to support a Black-owned podcast, please consider leaving a rating review on iTunes and a rating on Spotify. It helps me out so much and it allows others to see this podcast and allows the podcast to get recognition in media. Thank you so much and I love you. Bye!